welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast. I'm your host, Scotty B. And this week, we'll be talking about fitness for cosplayers in a two-part series. So you're going to get half of that this week and half next week. So this week, we will focus on nutrition. And next week, we will focus on training. So before I get too far into either of those concepts, let me first of all say that you do not need to be fit to be a cosplayer. This is not a requirement. This is not something that I am pushing or telling you that it is a call of action, call to action in some way that you have to go out now and get a home gym or start a diet plan. It is about body image, but it isn't the importance of the image of your body so much as it is the fandom that you connect with and who you represent. So if it is something that resonates with you, if you were thinking, hmm, you know, I really just want to be more fit and pay more attention to what I'm eating and I don't really know what to do, this is a place to start because honestly, I feel that a lot of this is overcomplicated by the marketing and by the industry itself where you really don't need, especially if you're just starting out with it, you don't need quite as much as you think you do. So this is a cast for people who are looking for some basic guidelines on training and nutrition. And I always will say training and nutrition, I will never call it diet and I will never call it exercise because exercise is something that you do here and there and it burns a little bit of calories and you might do some general movement and there's really not a lot of focus. The same with diet. Diet is a short-term term that gets used very negatively in most cases. I'm on a diet, I have to be on a diet. So nobody likes that, and it really doesn't mean much. Whereas you're saying nutrition, it has meaning, and it is long-term. None of this has anything to do with weight loss. I'm not talking about weight loss. I don't really want to tell you to lose weight. I don't want to tell you that you need to gain weight. It has nothing to do with weight. In all honesty, if you want to lose weight, it is fairly easy to do. There isn't much to it at all. It has nothing to do with training and nutrition. It's simply calories in, calories out. So if you want to lose weight, you reduce the number of calories appropriately every week and you will lose weight. It is a numbers game. People say that your body will adjust to it and that is partially correct. There's only so much weight that you can lose through just not eating um, or reducing your calories. And a lot of people will say that there are just a bunch of different ways to do this, but really, honestly, for a short-term weight loss, all you have to do is reduce the calories in and increase the output, so more movement, and that's all there is to it. Uh, I won't get into too much more than that because, again, I'm not really talking about weight loss. I'm not a weight loss coach, but one of the things that I will talk about and one of the things that often gets in the way, uh, it's not just that you don't have time to start a training program or that you have you just don't have time for nutrition. There's a usually a large amount of stress that goes into those statements. So it's not just that you don't have time. The reason why you're saying you don't have time is because you have a lot of stress. And the more stress you have, the harder it is to get into a routine of training and nutrition. And cosplayers have a lot of stress for a lot of different reasons. And I don't know all of them, I just know mine. There is the stress of having a job, there's the stress of producing outside of that job, there's the stress of having to be on constantly, there's the stress of planning for cons, there's the stress of making everything yourself and making all of the media happen yourself. 
So because of all of that, you have stress. The other part of this is why you would ever listen to me in the first place. What makes me a resource for you? Well, I can tell you that I was a certified personal trainer from 2016 to 2018, took the tests, and what went into that was, you know, 20 years of fitness uh, that I'd spent a lot of time uh, since graduating high school and even before that, although I won't count the time that I was doing any training before that, but uh, there's been many, many years that I have spent just training in general, and that's outside of martial arts. I've done martial arts forever, but martial arts really has nothing to do with nutrition and it has very little to do with fitness. It has more to do with athletic performance. That is sort of a different road to go down. Like it's a very specialized piece of fitness. So I was a personal trainer for a little while. And during that time and just before that time, I had the opportunity to work with some very knowledgeable people. So I worked with international grand champions of fitness and bodybuilding and, uh, you know, bikini champions. I saw their programs on both sides, how they were made, how they were built, how they were derived. Uh, I also worked with a uh, PCA athlete, nutritional coach, and PhD from the UK for over a year on my own fitness program. And she changed many, many things for me. And it was, it was very, very good. It was a very positive experience. Uh, I've helped clients all over the world. I have collaborated with fitness brands and I have moved in a very positive direction with training and nutrition. I've actually also been able to uh, demonstrate or to um, trial or beta test uh, several different programs and apps that have been used for fitness. And you can find them now uh, there's really no sense in naming them, but I can leave some names in the show notes for the programs that I've used and the programs that I've trialed and the ones that I know about that have been very effective. So that's the expertise that I have to at least tell you the very basics of fitness and stress. And what I can tell you is that the thing that you need the most is energy. Cons take a ton of energy. Cosplay takes a ton of energy. Trying to balance all of this off it's a lot of energy. So fitness and nutrition, training and nutrition, play into your ability to deal with the level of energy that you need in order to be a cosplayer. It takes a lot out of you and when people get really exhausted leading up to, going into, and going out of the con. Like it just drains you. Why and you know what would you really need to be fit and why would you need to be fit? Because I've already said, you know, you're going to tell me you don't have time because you work and you cosplay and you have a family and there's a life that you need outside of that. But what I will say is that fitness in and of itself, nutrition and training in and of themselves for a cosplayer does not take that much time. But what it does take is energy. So if you're already low on energy, this is going to be a struggle. So the first thing that I would recommend for anybody trying to up-level themselves and become better at a craft or become better and incorporate all of these things so that you can have the energy to push yourself forward in cosplay, right? Because this isn't about the look. Um, it could be, but for the most part, it's just being able to have enough available for other people. That is the reason you want to be fit or at least try and engage in training and nutrition and it doesn't have to take a lot of time so if you eat the right things or you eat the wrong things actually if you eat the right things it probably takes you less time because you're going to not spend as much time with it the th 
thing that I see that happens the most with myself is that if I'm not eating the right things, I am going to sit in front of Netflix and I'm going to graze for like two hours, which I will definitely not do if I'm eating something I, you know, that's uh, nutritious or that I've actually taken time out of my day, 10 minutes, to just focus on eating. So if I take those 10 minutes versus the two hours that I spend in front of Netflix, I'm actually ahead. I have more energy and I'm not eating as much. The real thing about training and nutrition is the same as it is with cosplay. It's being consistent and it's trying. You have to you have to try. You have to dare. You have to want to do it. If you don't want to do it, it's not going to happen. Like you can just go out and buy a costume. Unfortunately, you can't just go out and buy uh, you know, a fit suit or a fit body or whatever it is that you that you're looking for that look that you think goes along with that um, you do actually have to put in a lot of work mentally in order to get the physical output and that's part of it too is it's a really a mental game with cosplay and social media if you post consistently and you improve as you're going and it's more of a story and it's more of you're documenting that story it works a lot better than trying to go as hard as you can as fast as you can and try and put something together that you're just not ready for fitness is very much the same you can make it complicated but really if you just keep it simple it's going to be better document versus trying to overproduce something this podcast for the remainder of it will focus on the nutrition aspects of fitness and yes fitness is two parts and really the biggest part is nutrition what you eat is everything what you train is, you know, that's, that's so it's, it's a very small percentage. It's like 20% versus the 80%. It's all about what you eat. It's all about what you put in your body. And that does not necessarily mean that you're just eating celery juice 24 seven, because that's imbalanced. That will make you feel crappy. Like you will just like mentally you'll shut down if you just say, Oh, well, I just have to eat these things that I don't like. Well, that's not true. And if you like celery juice, great, go eat it. Um, drink as much as you like, but most people don't. And they have a big problem with the stigma that goes into dieting, um, which, you know, is really just nutrition. We call it nutrition because we want to focus on the nutrients and we want to focus on where we can find nutrient dense food because that's what it's all about. So hello, cosplay land. I am dropping nutrient dense food in your lap. So where do you find nutrient-dense food? Well, you don't find it usually in a can, and you generally don't find it in the middle of your grocery store because all of that stuff is processed. So whatever diet you've heard about, it's really, you're going to hear a lot more in the marketing of that diet plan about the processed foods versus the raw foods. And yes, and it's all true. If you hug the outside of your grocery store, you're going to be ahead. You're going to find the things that are going to make more sense to your body and you're going to be able to process those things. And ultimately, when you eat them, you will not only they are like a lot less calories, but you will find that they make you feel more full. And it's kind of a game because you have to figure out a what you want to eat, b what you like to eat and see what will not drive you completely insane trying all of that. And there's also money to be considered. You know, you always say, oh, well, this is so much more expensive. Well, I don't know. Oreo cookies are pretty freaking expensive right now. A lot of the stuff in the the center aisles, all of the canned goods, and, you know, I try to eat gluten-free, so it's even worse. It's all getting really expensive anyway. So, you know, go to the produce section 
and see if there are things that you like. And I, I do also recommend minimizing fruit and going more towards vegetables. And again, which you pick, you know, there's, there's lots of articles and there's lots of YouTube videos, what might be inflammatory or what might not, or what's good for you this way, or what's good for you that way, or what's a grain or what's a pro, you know, there's a lot of different things. You really have to figure out what works for you. At a certain point, got really used to eating rations. So, you know, you're eating out of a can most of the time or eating ramen noodles, like something that's like freeze dried nearly and you add water to it. We've gotten used to that. And, you know, we don't, I don't know if anybody even remembers why and don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that it all happened during World War II when food got scarce, when supply lines were all diminished and you we had to figure out a way to feed a bunch of people. And the easiest way to do that was to find ways of preserving things for very long periods of times and putting them in cans and condensing them and doing all these different things while we were trying to figure out space flight and how to preserve things in space and all these other like, oh well we can just market all of this to the public forever and it's way cheaper to make and it lasts forever. And well who cares if everybody's not getting the nutrition they need. People have gotten used to it because years went by and you know you had times when you couldn't get meat and you had times when things were so expensive you couldn't afford them anymore at the grocery store and you just were eating bread because it's all there was so that kind of got stuck in our heads as uh, as a you know as a world <laughs> as a as a as a global society we forgot that nutrition was important like it really it used to be a no-brainer you know they're just you, you grew food, you made it, you cooked it, whatever, because things got so scarce and there were so many more people. Things got a lot easier. We like convenience. We like to go out to eat. Well, we'd like to be able to order off a menu and have somebody bring us our food too. Now, this is like, that's just a con to a T. I mean, if you go to a convention, everything's convenient and it has to be. And if that's, that's if you even remember to eat, you know, you go to these shows and there's a lot going on and you're kind of involved with everything. So you're probably just popping an energy drink which is not always the best for energy, uh, especially if you haven't had anything else to eat. So, And it's also very hard to pack or to prep for a con in terms of what you can find to eat. You know, you can't exactly take all this stuff with you on a plane. You have limitations, first of all, because you're traveling. Second of all, because you're involved in a lot and you're, you're putting in a long day and you're not really focused on eating at all. So convenience goes a long way and so does going out because, you know, this is about friends and a community and you want to spend time with people. So you're probably going to, you're going to a bar or you just, you're going out. What you eat there is you don't really even care. Like, you know, you're just having fun. All of that considered at a con, you really have to be mindful of what you're doing with nutrition if you want that to be a thing. And I'm not saying that it has to be at a con. Now, if you go to a convention every single weekend, you might want to rethink how you're eating and how you're feeling afterwards and during. Like, how, what did I eat today and how did I feel? It's a real thing. And the easiest way to take care of that is either have an app like MyFitnessPal or write it down in a journal for a few days to see what you're actually eating and then make small changes and see if by adding or subtracting different things or by by changing the proportions that you actually feel better because it is really just like internally you about feeling better about eating. So like I ate something and I felt like crap or ate something and I didn't. I will eat the thing that looks like it worked and I didn't feel like crap. So even though the the nice things or the the processed foods can be more enticing, they can play games with your brain and they can play games with your senses and your taste buds 
they're not always necessarily great being digested <laughs> just for uh, not really a better way to really think about putting that for you. You you go out constantly and you know you have your four food groups. Everybody has four food groups now, not three, because you have your you know uh, at least in my opinion it's it's fats, it's carbs, it's proteins, and it's alcohol. So you have a mix of the things that you're supposed to eat, and then you have to make sure that you put a little bit of room in there for that fourth food group, which is becoming more and more of a thing. I know that there are people who are going to be like, what? But seriously, like alcohol is a thing. Um, a lot of people drink, a lot of people incorporate it into their diet. There are antioxidants in wine, so there are some benefits or there are some there are benefits to that or having a little bit in your diet. But for the most part, um, it's not, but it is something that people consider as kind of a part of their plate. I'm not saying stop having fun. I'm not saying just don't go out or do anything ever again because you have to focus on diet and nutrition. What I'm saying is be mindful of it. When you do go to these cons, have fun, but don't go crazy. You know, it's like, if you know it's going to make you sick, don't do it. But, uh, you know, it's just using a little bit of common sense when planning for these things and then also just seeing where the choices may be. So if you really are focused on doing it right uh, and you go to a con and you're at a hotel, well, ask the front desk where the grocery stores are. If you can walk to them or if you can take a lift to a grocery store, I guarantee you you're going to save money anyways because generally if you go to a grocery store versus eating every single meal out at a convention or buying all the food at the con, you're going to make out because if you have a refrigerator in your room and you know what you like to eat, just go to the grocery store, get your food and bring it back to the hotel room and you're good. I don't think anybody's going to say anything about you having food in your room um, as long as it's things that you can make simply. I mean, salad. It's pretty easy to make in a hotel room. Uh, there are other things that are pretty easy to make. You know, I'm not saying that it has to be all like you're buying a bunch of like raw chicken and trying to cook it in your room or anything like that. You can give and take. And then when you do get to the menus that you're picking lean meats or that you're picking things that do have options for nutrition versus just, you know, the worst thing for you on the menu or the hamburgers, the pizza, take it with a grain. You can go to cons if you only go to two a year. Does it really make any difference? No. But if you're doing it every weekend, it it's going to add up and it's going to take its toll. And you will see. It doesn't take more than a couple of days. Feel, See how you feel eating food A over food B. And there you go. So if I have a few lessons for this particular cast as part one of part two, it is, you know, the first lesson is that from anybody that I've worked with is that you have to see food as an energy source or a fuel. And if you eat right when you need to, you'll feel better. And if you don't eat too much and you don't eat the wrong things, it's going to work out. So you have to be very mindful of what you're eating. You know, if you want that Hulk smash burger that you saw down the road from San Diego Comic-Con, you can eat that, but pay attention to what you're feeling while you're eating. Enjoy the food, chew it, versus just trying to get through it as fast as you can or that there's like some challenge and that you have to meet it in saying well I ate this whole thing you know you can leave food on your plate there's nothing wrong with that yes you did pay for it but uh, if you're full you're full you know and like that's that's a really hard thing it was a really hard thing for me to conceptualize until I started working with a trainer when you're full like think about that and then think about what you're going to do about it whereas if you just keep eating and eating and eating like you kind of feel like crap after all of that like you're just like oh now I'm over full 
And now I'm just sitting here like it's Thanksgiving dinner. And why do I always make myself do that? You know, like, it, and it's just like, oh, I don't really like that feeling. But it's like there's something internal that's telling me I have to do that every single time. That there's like a survival mechanism to it. But they're really, you don't have to. Like, just eat until you feel like you're good. Uh, which is different for everybody. And then also the other side of that, thinking that food is energy, not just knowing when to stop, but knowing when to start. Like knowing when hunger is okay and when it isn't. Like just because you're feeling hungry, it's not suddenly like a big red flag that you're going to starve to death. It's just, okay, I'm a little hungry. And most people don't like that feeling. But compared to the feeling of being over full or having, you know, all these issues from just eating the wrong things or from overeating constantly, I would rather deal with being hungry. And I try to remember that every time I am I'm like, oh, okay, I'm a little bit hungry and I really do kind of want to eat something. And now I'm starting to crave this, that, and the other, like mm, pizza, popcorn. You just have to like try and stop yourself there and say, okay, well, you know, what energy, you know, am I running low on energy? Is it too much right now? Am I really in a place where I can or, you know, are we still worried about being that nine-year-old uh, at Thanksgiving with, you know, Aunt Sally and, and being scolded for not finishing everything on your plate and then trying to, you know, eat as much pie as we possibly can? Well, I would say that's probably, you know, you're not there anymore, so you don't have to do that anymore. You know, you can, you can think about this. Be mindful about it. Think about how you feel when you eat. Second lesson, keep variety in your diet. And your diet is your nutrition, so be be mindful of variety there's actually a lot more things to eat than you think there are uh, maybe there isn't at one grocery store but there are lots of different places where you can get lots of different food and you need to try things like just try a few things if you you, you don't like like i don't know if you're an adult um you don't know if you don't like it unless you try it i'm not saying you have to try everything i'm not saying you have to like everything if you're craving something it's generally because you're missing something in your in your diet, like your nutrition is off somehow. And, you know, I can't get that looked at for you through a podcast. In general, if you try different things and see how you feel when you eat them or see what they're like when you combine them or different ways that you cook them. And yes, you do have to kind of cook like you have to kind of go through the discipline of getting used to cooking things. The variety, it's good for a few different different reasons. One of them is that it'll keep you from getting bored. So the worst part about nutrition and why people generally quit and go back to the junk food is that the junk food is highly satisfying and they don't get bored of it, whereas they do with the other foods. So if you just eat broccoli and you force yourself, oh, it's broccoli forever and every meal and you will eventually just go enough of that cauliflower. Bleh. But if you combine it with like 14 different vegetables, like I'm going to have this one this day and this one this day and this one for this meal, like there's there's a lot of different choices. I only had broccoli once this week and I'm not going to have it at all next week. So maybe we'll go back to it the week after and there's really nothing wrong with it. Or maybe you hate it completely, but you know, carrots are your thing. So you're like, oh, well, carrots twice a week. I don't need them tomorrow because I've got all these other things I can fill in with that space. So there are ways to balance that. And keeping this in mind at a convention is fun because maybe you'll go and try different foods that you haven't thought to try or just look at the menu and see if there are things on there that you don't really know what they might be. I'm sure it's it's a little bit of an investment because you have to spend the money and if it's something that you don't like and you're going out and you don't need it, you're out the money, but it's still 
might turn out to be something that you really wanted to try. You know, there's all sorts of ways that you can research these things now. You can go online, you can go on YouTube. There's all sorts of channels where people eat stuff, all sorts of Instagrams where people eat stuff. It's like the whole world is about food now. So you, you can try different things and you can almost vicariously try them. So finding healthy foods at conventions, around conventions, shouldn't be too terribly difficult if you're willing to try it. Lesson three, and probably the final lesson in this little story about nutrition, you're going to hear a lot about cheat days. Everybody talks about cheat days. Everybody loves cheat day. Oh, it's cheat day. Hey, let's cheat, 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 cheat. All cheat day is, is like a license to overeat and eat whatever you want, as much as you want. And I will tell you that there really is no such thing as a cheat day. There are just days. So you eat and you eat every day. And you don't have to think of it as cheating. You can just eat. Like, there's no bad food. All food is food. So that's part of, you know, part of a cheat day is believing that there is food that you should not eat and that you need to eat it in large quantities. So if you want burgers and fry, you have to have it on a Saturday because all the other days you're eating clean. Where that's really just something that's being marketed to you. And you can see that, you know, a lot of people get into intermittent fasting and keto and paleo and raw food and all these other different diets. And really, they market the cheat days to you the same way that they market all the diet fads. Because the bottom line is, focus on the nutrition and don't worry about cheating because if you're paying attention to how full you are or how not full you are, you're never really going to hit that calorie wall. You know, if you're eating 3,000 calories a day and you don't know why... Um, you might want to look at that. Um, but, you know, if you're you're keeping it to where you believe, you know, and I'm not getting into macros in any of these, um, you know, if you really want to know about macros, there's a lot of places you can go to find out about macros and how many you should have every day, depending on what you're doing and how you're working out and so on and so forth. So there is a ton, a ton, a ton to talk about on the subject. And I'm going to leave it right here. Hopefully you did get some uh, baseline for nutrition and my thoughts on it and what it is all about and certainly if you have questions I'm pretty easy to reach and there are a lot of resources out there on YouTube and online there's tons of places to look for con goers for cosplayers to get their fitness going so please thanks so much again for listening and I will see you next week in part two of fitness for cosplay this is Scotty B see you soon